morning, ladies and gentlemen. The judgment is about to be delivered now. Please make sure if you have your phone on, turn it off. Thank you. As the court please, Deputy Chief Justice and members of the court, in this matter I appear for the upper lens. My name is Lois Omakunga. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Prince. As it pleases the court, Deputy Chief Justice and Justices of the court, I appear, Paul Michael Keichel, alongside my colleague, Advocate Mahan, on behalf of the first to third intervening parties. Thank you. As it pleases the court, I appear for the third and fourth intervening parties. Thank you. Good morning, Chief Justice and Justices. I appear on behalf of the amicus curiae in this matter. Thank you. Today, this court hands down its judgment in this matter in which it was asked to confirm an order of declaration of constitutional invalidity made by the Western Cape Division of the High Court in respect of certain statutory provisions relating to cannabis. The matter arose from three different court proceedings instituted in that high court. Mr. Gareth Prince launched an application. Mr. Jonathan David Rubin instituted an action. And Jeremy David Acton, Ras Menelek Baron Wenzel, and Caro Leona Hennigen also instituted an action. The three matters were consolidated by the high court and had as one matter as they were all premised on the same basis, namely that certain sections of the Drugs and Drug Trafficking Act, Act number 140 of 1992, the Drugs Act, and the Medicines and the Related Substances Control Act, Act number 101 of 1965, Medicines Act, prohibiting the use, purchase, possession, or cultivation of cannabis were unconstitutional. Section 4B of the Drugs Act prohibits the use or possession of any dangerous dependence producing substance or any undesirable dependence producing substance unless exceptions listed in the provision apply. Section 5B of the Drugs Act prohibits dealing in any dangerous dependence producing substance 
or any undesirable dependence producing substance unless exceptions listed in the provision apply. <coughs> Excuse me. In the context of the present matter, section 22, capital letter A, 9, A, Roman figure 1, of the Medicines Act, read with Schedule 7 to that Act, prohibits the acquisition, use, possession, manufacture, or supply of cannabis, whereas Section 22, capital letter A, subsection 10, read with Schedule 7, prohibits the sale or administration of cannabis other than for medicinal purposes. The High Court declared Sections 4B and 5B of the Drugs Act, read with Part 3 of Schedule 2 to that Act, and Sections 22, capital letter A, 9A, Roman figure 1, and 22, capital letter A, 10, of the Medicines Act, read with Schedule 7 of that Act, inconsistent with the right to privacy entrenched in Section 14 of the Constitution, only to the extent that those provisions prohibit the use or possession or purchase or cultivation of cannabis by an adult person in a private dwelling for his or her consumption. It accordingly declared those provisions constitutionally <coughs> invalid to that extent. The High Court suspended the order of invalidity for a period of 24 months to give Parliament the opportunity to cure the constitutional defects in the statutory provisions. It also granted interim relief by way of an order to the effect that pending the amendment of the relevant provisions by Parliament, it would be deemed to be a defense to a charge under the, sec under the sections referred to in the order that the use, possession, purchase, or cultivation of cannabis in a private dwelling is for the personal consumption of the adult accused. The High Court approached the matter on the basis that the core of the case brought before it was that the statutory provisions referred to above unjustifiably limited the right to privacy entrenched in the Constitution to the extent that they prohibited the use, possession, purchase, and cultivation of cannabis in a private dwelling by an adult for his or her personal consumption, and that for this reason, they were constitutionally invalid. Although Mr. Prince and his co-applicants had also contended that the statutory provisions in issue also infringed other rights entrenched in the Constitution, such as the right to equality and the right to human dignity, in its judgment, the High Court focused on the infringement of the right to privacy. The High Court considered various judgments of this court on the right to privacy, foreign case law, as well as a report pre prepared by Professor Shaw and others of the University of Cape Town, and the evidence put up by Dr. Hose, who is the Registrar of Medicines Control Council. The High Court concluded that the evidence put up by the state was singularly unimpressive. It preferred the evidence put up 
by Professor Shaw and his team. The High Court also referred to various countries in which the use or possession of cannabis by an adult for his or her personal consumption had already either been legalized or decriminalized. It concluded that the statutory provisions referred to above were therefore constitutionally invalid to the extent that has been indicated. The High Court's order of constitutional invalidity was referred to this court for confirmation as is required by the Constitution. The state applied for leave to appeal against the order of the High Court and opposed the confirmation of the order of the High Court. Mr. Prince and his co-applicants in the High Court applied for leave to cross-appeal against the High Court's failure to conclude that the statutory provisions also infringed other rights that they had relied upon in the High Court, which are entrenched in the Constitution. They also sought leave to cross-appeal against the High Court's decision to confine its order to the use or possession or purchase or cultivation of cannabis at a home or in a private dwelling. However, they also contended that even if the High Court was right to confine its order of invalidity to the infringement of the right to privacy, it should, have, it should not have confined this to a home or private dwelling because the right to privacy extends beyond the boundaries of a home. This court's judgment is a unanimous judgment. It is written by me and concurred in by my colleagues, Cameron J, Froneman J, Jafta J, Catherine Setlwane AJ, Kolapen AJ, Madlanga J, Mslantla J, Theron J, and Zondi AJ. I was acting justice when the matter was heard, and as a result, the judgment reflects me as Zondo ACJ. In its judgment, this court concludes that Section 4B of the Drugs Act is unconstitutional and therefore invalid. <laughs> In its judgment, this court concludes that A, Section 4B of the Drugs Act is unconstitutional and therefore invalid to the extent that it prohibits the use or possession of cannabis by an adult in private for that adult's personal consumption in private. B, Section 5B of the Drugs Act is constitutionally invalid to the extent that it prohibits the cultivation of cannabis by an adult in a private place for that adult's personal consumption in private. C, Section 22A9A, Roman Figure 1 of the Medicines Act is constitutionally invalid to the extent that it renders the use or possession of cannabis by an adult in private for that adult's personal consumption in private a criminal offense. The basis upon which this court 
holds these statutory provisions to be constitutionally invalid to the extent indicated is that they infringe the right to privacy entrenched in section 14 of the Constitution. Whereas the High Court had limited its order of invalidity to the use or cultivation or possession of cannabis at a home or in a private dwelling, this court has dispensed with that limitation. It holds that the right to pri privacy is not confined to a home or private dwelling. It holds that the right... It holds, it holds that the right goes beyond the boundaries of a home. Nevertheless, this court emphasizes that only the use or possession of cannabis by an adult in private for the personal consumption of that adult person in private is the focus of its judgment. In the case of cultivation of cannabis, the focus is on the cultivation of cannabis by an adult in a private place for that adult's personal consumption in private. Accordingly, no use or possession of cannabis by a child or by an adult in public is decriminalized by this judgment. The effect of the judgment of this court is to decriminalize A, the use or possession of cannabis by an adult in private for that adult person's consumption in private. In the case of cultivation of cannabis, the effect of this judgment is to decriminalize the cultivation of cannabis by an adult in a private place for that adult's personal consumption in private. This court suspends its order of invalidity for a period of 24 months to give Parliament the opportunity to correct the constitutional defects in the two acts of Parliament. However, I took the view that in order to ensure that people who fall into the same category as Mr. Prince and his colleagues receive effective relief, it was necessary to grant interim relief. This court grants interim relief by way of a reading in. This means that the court has read certain words into the relevant provisions of the acts in question in order to make sure that during the period of suspension of the order of invalidity, it would not be a criminal offense for an adult person, A, It would not be a criminal offense for an adult person, A, to use or be in possession of cannabis in private for his or her personal consumption in private, and to cultivate cannabis in a private place for his or her personal consumption in private. The, ju the judgment does not specify how many grams of cannabis an adult person may use. The, the judgment does not specify how many grams of cannabis an adult person may use or possess in private 
for his or her personal consumption, or how much cannabis an adult may cultivate in a private place for his or her personal consumption, because this court took the view that that is a matter that should be determined by parliament. I was of the view that the court would infringe the doctrine of separation of powers if it determined the amount, it, the amount itself. Instead, this court has specified that the cannabis that may be used or possessed or cultivated must be for the personal consumption of the adult person using or possessing or cultivating it. In this regard, the court referred to section 167C of the Liquor Act, Act number 59 of 2003. That provision provides that evidence in any criminal proceedings that any person who is not the holder of a license, quote, had on his or her possession more liquor than was reasonably required for his or her personal use or for the use of any person residing thereon or who bought or procured or had in his possession or custody or under his or her control more liquor than was reasonably necessary for consumption by himself or herself, his or her family, or his or her bona fide employees or guests shall be prima facie proof of sale of liquor by, that, by the first mentioned person." Close quotes. This provision shows that in criminal proceedings, evidence may be led to show that a person possessed an amount of something that is more than that which is reasonably required for that person's personal use or consumption. The idea was that if using that phrase, namely for personal consumption, could work under the Liquor Act in respect of liquor, there is no reason why using the frame, same phrase under these provisions of these acts cannot, cannot work in respect of cannabis. As to how a police officer would know whether the amount of cannabis in the possession of an adult is or is not for that adult's personal consumption, this court say, says that a police officer would take a view of all the circumstances, including the amount of cannabis found in an adult person's possession. If he or she on reasonable grounds suspect that the person concerned is in possession of cannabis for dealing and not for personal consumption, he or she may arrest the person, but in the end, a court will decide whether the person possessed that cannabis for his or her own consumption or for dealing. If a, if a police officer takes the view that the person is in possession of cannabis for his or her personal consumption in private, or he or she will not arrest the person. I say that to the extent that the court's failure to specify the amount of cannabis may be, to specify the amount of cannabis, I'm sorry, that may be possessed by an adult person in private may be criticized as creating uncertainty. Such uncertainty as it may be said to create is no worse than the uncertainty that relates to the crime of negligent driving in our law. 
I point out that a police officer arrests a driver for negligent driving on the basis of that police officer's view on the facts whether the person is driving negligently. I point out in the judgment that in the end, it will be a court that will decide whether the driver drove negligently. I take the view that in the case of the use of possession or possession of cultivation of cannabis by an adult for that adult's personal consumption, it will be a court which will decide whether an accused person was in, per in possession of cannabis for his or her personal consumption or for dealing in cannabis. In this judgment, a reference is also made to 33 jurisdictions where the possession or use of cannabis for personal consumption has either been legalized or decriminalized. This court holds the view that this was an important factor to take into account. It also refers to a 2016 position statement issued by the South African Central Drug Authority, which was published in the South African Medical Journal. That position statement was among others to the effect that A, an assessment of currently available data in other countries indicates that alcohol is the substance that causes the most individual and social harm. B, there are few data to indicate that supply reduction via criminalization is effective in reducing cannabis abuse. But at the same time, there are insufficient data to indicate that the legalization of cannabis would not be harmful. C, the immediate focus should be the decriminalization rather than legalization. The judgment also refers to a report published by the World Health Organization to the effect that the adverse health and social consequences of cannabis, cannabis use reported by cannabis users who seek treatment for dependence appear to be less than those reported by persons dependent on alcohol. I also took into account foreign case law on the use or possession of cannabis by an adult in private for his or her own personal consumption. In the result, this court makes the following order. The application to stay these proceedings is dismissed. That is one. Two, the application brought by King Adam Koch V, the Greek One Nation, Chief Petros Valboy, and the Aonisan people for leave to intervene as parties is dismissed. Three, leave to appeal is granted. Four, leave to cross appeal is granted. Five, the appeal is dismissed. Six, the cross appeal is upheld in part to the extent that the reference in the order of the High Court to, in quote, in a private dwelling, close quotes, or open quotes, in private dwellings, close quotes, is replaced with open quotes in private, close quotes, or in the case of cultivation, open quotes in a private place, close quotes. Seven. The order of the Western Cape Division of the High Court is confirmed only to the extent reflected in this order and is not confirmed insofar as it is not reflected 
in this order. Eight, to the extent that the order of the Western Cape Division of the High Court purported to declare as constitutionally invalid provisions of the sections referred to in that order that prohibit the purchase of cannabis, that part of the order is not confirmed. Nine, to the extent that the order of the Western Cape Division of the High Court excluded from, its ambit, from the ambit of its order of the declaration of invalidity provisions of the sections referred to in that order that prohibit the use or possession of cannabis in private or in a place other than a private dwelling by an adult for his or her own personal consumption in private, that part of the order is not confirmed. 10, it is declared that with effect from the date of the handing down of this judgment, the provisions of section 4B of the Drugs and Drug Trafficking Act 140 of 1992, read with part three of schedule two of that act and the provisions of section 22, capital letter A, 9A, Roman figure one of the Medicines and Related Substances Control Act 101 of 1965, read with schedule seven of General Notice R509 of 2003, published in terms of Section 22, capital letter A, 2 of that Act, are inconsistent with the right to privacy entrenched in Section 14 of the Constitution and therefore invalid to the extent that they make the use or possession of cannabis in private by an adult person for his or her own consumption in private a criminal offence. 11, it is declared that with effect from the date of the handing down of this judgment, the provisions of section 5B of the Drugs and Drug Trafficking Act 140 of 1992, read with part three of schedule two of that act, and with the definition of the phrase deal in, in section one of the Drugs and Drug Trafficking Act 140 of 1992, are inconsistent with the right to privacy entrenched in section 14 of the Constitution and are therefore constitutionally invalid to the extent that they prohibit the cultivation of cannabis by an adult in a private place for his or her own consumption in private. 12. The operation of the orders in 10 and 11 above is hereby suspended for a period of 24 months from the date of the handing down of this judgment to enable Parliament to rectify the constitutional defects. 13, during the period of the suspension of the operation of the order of invalidity, A, Section 4B of the Drugs and Drug Trafficking Act 140 of 1992 shall be read as if it has subparagraph sub 7, which reads as follows. Open codes, Roman figure 7, comma, in the case of an adult, the substance is cannabis and he or she uses it or is in possession thereof in private for his or her personal consumption in private, full stop, close quotes. B, 
the definition of the phrase deal in in section one of the Drugs and Drug Trafficking Act 140 of 1992 shall be read as if the words, open quotes, other than the cultivation of cannabis by an adult in a private place for his or her personal consumption in private, close quotes, appear after the word, open quotes, cultivation, close quotes, but before the comma. C, the following words and commas are to be read into the provisions of section 22, capital letter A, 9A, Roman figure 1, of the Medicines and Related Substances Control Act 101 of 1965, after the word unless. Open quotes, comma, in the case of cannabis, comma, he or she, being an adult, uses it or is in possession thereof in private for his or her own, her personal consumption in private or, comma, in any other case, comma, close quotations. The above reading in will, will fall away upon the coming into operation of the correction by parliament of the constitutional defects in the statutory provisions identified in this judgment. 15, should parliament fail to, call, to cure the constitutional defects within 24 months from the date of the handing down of this judgment or within an extended period of suspension, the reading in in this order will become final. 16, subject to paragraph 17 below, no order as to cost is made. 17, the Minister of Justice and Constitutional Development must pay all disbursements and expenses reasonably incurred, <coughs> excuse me, reasonably incurred by Mr. Gareth Prince, Mr. Jeremy David Acton, Mr. Jeremy David Acton, Mr. Russ Manelek, Barrent Wenzel, and Ms. Carol Leona Hennigin in opposing the appeal and in confirmatory proceedings. I hand down the judgment. The quarter gems.